the track purify me for my lovely guest today nandi's latest ep water here is our wonderful conversation welcome to the piece with madam kelso pew, pew, pew. All right, so I guess before I jump into my sexy, beautiful, happy, lovely, gorgeous guest, um, I wanted to start this podcast. Uh, I uh, I worked at an art institution for a couple of years, and I started my own. Uh, I co-founded a arts nonprofit, and I feel like I've been. Uh, I was very creatively drained and not inspired even though I was like working within these quote-unquote artistic spaces um and so I feel like the the past couple years the thing that has really nourished me creatively has been the conversations with my peers and my community um and I just kind of like love hearing what feeds other people and I think a lot of I don't know, New Orleans, our, our art scene, our friend groups, our peers are like some of the most spectacularly talented people I've ever encountered. And um, I think it's just cool finding out like what seeds have been planted in your little brains. Um, <laughs> so my first guest is uh, one of my best friends and uh, she's the first person I met when I moved to New Orleans. And yeah. we... Uh, Lived in a really fucking crazy ass house. <laughs> um, it was called the Art House. Yeah, it was insane. <laughs> it was uh, this like old, kind of nasty mansion right outside yeah. the French Quarter, and like, twenty artists lived there. And okay. uh, and it wasn't like a commune, y'all. It was it was almost like that, but, <laughs> but without like <laughs> without like the love. <laughs> No, just kidding. There was plenty of love. It was cute. There was there was a uh, quarantined love. <laughs> Nandi had this gorgeous like three three story loft uh, with a fireman's pole. Yeah, um, <laughs> and like holes in the walls and stuff that you could like see outside through. <laughs> it was it was ratty and beautiful, just like us. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she we've since lived together for three years and um she is i think anyone in new orleans can say i've heard her described as the beyonce of new orleans no, you haven't <laughs> oh whatever that's a lot <laughs> <laughs> if only i could be the salange of new orleans there we go <laughs> new orleans so a nice lead in um, oh yeah <laughs> but she is truly it's been like a gift watching you blossom and because uh, you've always been this talented you, butterfly but like um the past two years you've just fucking blasted off into the 
sexy, beautiful universe. I don't know. It's it's truly (laughs) been an honor to like watch this creative path. Um, So yeah, this is our Nandikins. If you wanna. Yeah. Say anything about yourself. Um, yeah, so I, I'm an, I'm a musical artist in New Orleans. I uh, make sort of experimental soul pop, um, and I call it goddess pop because it's very much rooted in divine femininity and um, and divinity in in the sense that I like want it to be coming from a deeper place than um than some pop is <laughs> but you know it's also just music that just like comes like straight from the the river in my soul like you know so it's just uh so yeah so I make I make music and then I also like my my true love is like performing so I perform all around town and try to create a space like through meditation and through movement you know for people to kind of like feel that soul with me yeah and I think something you said a couple years ago that really stuck with me is like your community building is part of your artistic practice absolutely and like space making and I think I've like you know I've thought about that conceptually but I Mm -hmm. think you're the first person that I've really seen that like that is as much a part of your practice oh, as being in the studio. And yeah, it's absolutely, yeah. It's like, it's a huge part of my art, you know, because, I mean, my art is about my community, mm-hmm. you know, and it's also, and, and especially, like, the last EP that I put out um, is about the support that I get from my community. It's about the the relationships, the healthy, like, partnerships and relationships that I've been able to, like, grow here and here in New Orleans. Um, and... It's, you know, and, and yeah, that, that community, you know, for the, for the femmes of color in our space, for the people of color, for the, just, for, for all of us, like for, you know, everybody that needs extra space, you know, in this world, like that space building is absolutely a part of my art. And so that's what I try to do, like at my shows. And then I, you know, try to do that outside of, you know, specifically music, but also just like our dinner parties and. Our collective goddess house. <laughs> and so I think that's a good way to lead into um, the question of this yeah. whole podcast. So uh, it's called The Peace, and um, it's really the the piece of work that was – each artist that I want to talk to, their, like, aha moment, their light bulb moment where they – it could be a song, it could be a film, it could be a TV show, it could be a painting, a photograph, a joke um, – a line from a poem. Yeah. It could be a cartoon. It could be something s- silly. It could be something very serious. But, like, that that first thing that you experienced that made you realize you wanted to be an artist or, like, set you on the creative path that you find yourself on now. And so, um, Nandi, what for you was the piece that really kind of made you realize that you wanted to be what, – what you wanted to be, what you wanted Nandi to be yeah. um, and what you wanted to say? Well, yeah. So, so my piece that I chose um, for that question, which I, you know, I, I don't think it's like like this piece happened and then I was an artist, you know. But it, it's very much like this, like you know, it definitely shaped. It, it gave me an example of a path, you know, and that is a seat at the table by so much, and you know, it's kind of. I mean, you know, I've been on this path for a long time, but that like really like. Um, 
I mean, it touched me in a way. It just, I mean, yeah, it, it, it touched me so deeply, and and it showed me this idea of of like holistic music that like can be so like I mean like j- just with the production and the musicality of it so so beautiful so catchy so um so appealing on a mass level but then also you know truthful like the lyrics are truthful and and not not just about appealing the masses at all it's about you know it's 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 about something so much deeper mm-hmm. you know and so when it first came out like how did the experience I feel like um, a seat at the table. It's it's so much. I mean, for us, we yeah we lived together when it came out, and right. so it was on at our house. I had it on all the time, constantly, <laughs> constantly. Um, oh my god! Every time, like anytime anyone came over, that was like the first thing that I would put on. And 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 you know, like I mean, so that that album came out, and when I first heard it, I cried, and I cried subsequently pretty much every time I heard it like every day afterwards like I would play it I mean and it's funny because I so I I had to like I played it so much that I had to kind of take a break from it and then um in preparation for this I listened to it again last night and I cried and also this morning I listened to uh (laughs) cranes in the sky and I cried (laughs) like I can't like it's it's so emo it's crazy how emotional it is for me um yeah, just like I, I mean, you know, I I started like putting when it first came out. I started putting it on, um, and it's funny how like how how the album is formatted, you know, because the first song is Rise, um, and it's like such a beautiful song for like beginning a morning. It's such a beautiful song for like starting a yoga flow. Mm-hmm. It's I mean, like I I used to I did that a lot when it first came out. Like started my yoga flow with it. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it's just, it's such a, like, you just, when you hear it, you want to just, like, put your arm, like, spread your arms out and, like, slowly lift them up. <laughs> and, like, it's really, it's necessary. Um, so, yeah, it's, like, I mean, it's, it's always been, like, ever since it came out, you know, it's, like, it's, it's, like, been in my, in my heart, like. And so, like, what really, for you, is, like, is there a crying moment that like hits you every time? Like, what? yeah, yeah. I was actually just thinking about this because I think um, I feel like "Cranes in the Sky." You know, it has a. It's to me, it's a song about all the different ways that we um, try to process trauma. You know, and which I mean makes it just such an, a necessary piece for for us right now. You know, and like and and for I mean when it came out, what was it like late twenty sixteen or something? like that maybe oh shit I should have like whatever anyway um and you know it was uh, god it's just so necessary but um so the the thing that I, I I think in cranes in the sky everybody has a line that really hits them you mm-hmm. know because it's like I think everybody has like different coping mechanisms you know so like a friend of ours was saying that theirs was like I I read I ran my cat a card, you know, mm-hmm. or like um but for me the one is I tried to let go of my lover because mm-hmm. you know that's something because that's part of how I like tend to like try to cope with trauma I like you know separate mm-hmm. from from those closest to me and so like <sighs> whenever I hear that yeah I just like I get I get a little emotional and then I was like and then this morning it wasn't that line in particular it was just like the thought that everybody has a different 
little line in that that makes that touches you know that that speaks to them you know i just like i was just like my people (laughs) oh my god and it's i think it's like with that song in particular it's such a soft song Mm -hmm. and you know like the the whole album like is a lot about trauma and it's really so much pain and like heaviness in it but the whole album also like it feels so light and it feels so soft and um, it does. It, I, I mean, it's it's nuanced. You know, yeah. it feels so. It feels compassionate. Yeah, like all the way through, which is something that I really like. I really resonate with. You know, because in in my personal practice of like trying to deal with shit, you know, like I try really hard to always be compassionate. And even in even in Mad, you know, even mm-hmm. in in the songs about anger, mm-hmm. you know. There's there's a compassion yeah. there, you know, and a, a, a compassion for anger and mm-hmm. for and like and and for everyone else too, almost, you yeah. know, like, and we can talk about more about that later. Yeah, well, I think you know, as a, a lot of per, this album is about black pain and black trauma and yeah. you know black femme pain yeah. and um, but even in thinking about Mad, I'm a white woman yeah. and um, thinking about. So I, I don't want to, like, appropriate the lens of this song to think of my own relationship with madness and anger. Mm-hmm. But, like, it is – it's for me, it's beautiful because, like, I feel like as I've gotten older, my my anger has it, – it's become softer. And, like, so mm-hmm. just, like, it's it, beautiful to hear this – and, like, Lil Wayne on the – I don't know. It's such, oh a, it's such a soft, sweet, mad – I don't know. It's, yeah. it's, like, a really interesting – like, I don't think I've heard a song like that about yeah. madness. Well – what I love about that song, um, in particular, about its its idea of anger, is that it's sort of like it it responds to the duality or it addresses the duality between like needing your anger acknowledged, mm-hmm. but then also needing to not hold on to it. Yeah. You know, and she talks about like you have a right, you have a right to be mad. Mm-hmm. But when you carry it around, you'll find it only is only going to get in the way, yeah. you know. And that's, like, something that I needed to hear mm-hmm. so much because, you know, on one hand, it's like, you know, we get we get told to let it go a lot uh, yeah. as women, as black women, you know. But it's like, like so we need to, we need to be acknowledged. You know, yeah. the anger needs to be acknowledged um, in, a, in a way that it doesn't get acknowledged mm-hmm. right now. Um, but then it also, but at the same time, it's like we cannot, for our own health, for our own health, we cannot live in that anger yeah. all the time, you know. And so it's like acknowledging both sides of that is like something that I hadn't, yeah, I, I haven't really heard very much, you know. And I feel like this might be the wrong word, but is an onomatopoeia when a, a word sounds, sounds like, like what it is. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that song is an onomatopoeia. Like it exists. Like everything you just said. Yeah, it sounds is like exactly what the sound song right, sounds. Yeah, like, like the is, musicality of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and like even like the chord progression that. It's like it's like it's sort it's still driving, mm-hmm. you know, but it's it's like a soft driving, yeah. you know, and. Yeah. Oh, God, I fucking love this album. <laughs> I'm so stuck to talk about it. <laughs> um, and so for – I I've gotten to witness a lot. I, I think for for this this album, a, as important as the audio – the music was, the visuals that she created oh my God. were just – to me personally, just yeah. as big. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I think 
for you in watching this kind of shape. Totally. Could you talk a little bit about... Yeah, so in my... So in my performance, um, honestly, okay, so I don't think I'd ever really seen, like, I had not seen, like, a black, a black girl, a black pop star, or, I mean, I guess, I don't know if Solange is really, like, a pop pop star, Mm -hmm. you know, but she, but she's, I mean, with this album, she became, she came on the mainstream, pretty much, and, like, in, in a way that she hadn't been before, and, like, I had never really seen somebody on that stage, a black girl on that stage, or really a black woman. I mean, she's, she's, you know, a woman woman, but, you know, but still out here representing black girl magic. And, like, and she, I've never seen that, like, her dancing like mm-hmm. that. I had never seen a black woman, like, just being, like, weird like yeah. that. Or, like, avant-garde like For that. Sure. Or, like, modern in that way, mm-hmm. you know? And not I, just I've not never sexy. seen anyone dance like Solange. Well, that's, that's true. incredible. Nobody dances like Solange. It's beautiful. But it's it amazing. Like, it like, gave me permission <clears throat> to be weird. Yeah. I felt like I was like, oh, like, oh, cool. Like, we can just be as funky as we want to be. Yeah. Like, we don't have to be Beyonce, <laughs> like, you know? And it's like to see, you know, Solange. and I'm just, I'm going to like really try to keep like the, the Beyonce comparison to a minimum mm-hmm. because I like, I hate that that's like always a thing, even though I'm so guilty of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's like we, it, it was, you know, and, and also like the fact that the visuals are so natural. You but know? also in terms of like the Beyonce, yeah, um, yeah. point of reference. Mm-hmm. I do think it's interesting though because like these two women yeah. have created two very different but very important vocabulary, visual Absolutely. vocabularies around like what black femininity right. looks like and like can be. And yeah. it's just, it, uh, and I think they're both they're both really valuable. And mm-hmm. I, I mean, I have, I have my several problems with with the. Beyonce vocabulary of black femininity, you mm. know, because I, I think it, um, I think it's limiting mm. in a lot of ways, you know, and, and not that Solange's isn't, mm. but to me at least, as a as a young black girl weirdo, you know, as a girl with natural hair, mm. as a girl, you know, with that has never really identified with the with the Beyonce image of perfect, you know, perf- perfection. Mm-hmm. Solange spoke. So much louder to yeah. me, you know, because I just like I felt it was just such a a powerful like a statement allowing herself to be. I mean, she looks. I mean, she's she's incredible throughout. She's she is perfection, yeah. you know. But that her perfection is barefoot. Her perfection yeah. is natural hair. Yeah. Um, her perfect or not if not. You know, I mean, like, whatever. I'm not here to like clock anybody's weave or whatever. But you know, <laughs> like, but you know, if it, it, it's not, it's not like perfect blonde. Yeah you know, beach waves, it's, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, like, it's kinky, it's, like, it's minimum, it's minimal, you know, um, and I, I mean, I'm, like, I'm out here, like, I, I love Maximal, I'm about it, like, give Mm -hmm. me glitter, give me sparkles, give me sequins, you know, Mm -hmm. but I just, like, I mean, but I still, like, I so appreciate the space that she gave to just, like, yeah, Barefootedness. That's funny because even when you say you love Maximal, Maximal, (laughs) but, like, it's funny because even when you are that, Right. Like, you still are very much, like, the Solange is there. Like, you don't lose that even when you, like, during Mardi Gras, like... <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but... Uh, I, <laughs> I like to think I can embody both. <laughs> both sides of, of black femme power. <laughs> but do you feel, like, the um, the visual album really, like, how did that 
kind of informed? Because I feel like it's really informed your aesthetic, both in your personal life and then. That's true. I mean, I also get, I, I mean, you know, you've heard me refer to like this launch palette, mm-hmm. <laughs> which, you know, those like, oh God, those muted oh, mm. tones. I mean, mm. but to be real, like I have noticed, I mean, I think that those videos have not just informed, uh, not just uh, informed, like, a, a bit of a shift in, in my personal aesthetic, but, like, I've seen it throughout our culture. Like, yeah. I see so much, I mean, just in music videos of, like, young artists, I'm, like, seeing it a lot. Like, we were just watching Kelsey Lou's video, mm-hmm. and I was, like, just seeing Solange, and yeah. I love it. I mm-hmm. love it. I love it. Um, and seeing Solange in a way that's like not ripping off Solange, no, but it's like no, what you were she, saying. I mean, she informed a couple. Uh, of course, a cultural moment. Like it was absolutely, it, you know. and just like what you were saying, like giving young black women the like permission, permission to yes. be weird and to yes. be like soft weird and to be vulnerable s- and and yeah and, and I mean artistically, it's just mm-hmm. magnificent, you know. So like Kelsey, yeah. like Kelsey Lou, like. Fly those weirdo like she's yeah ugh, yeah pull out pull Kelsey out your weird Lou. dance moves like you yeah. do not need to just be you know a sex kitten or mm-hmm. whatever or, I don't know that, that's right but you know it, it doesn't need to be sexy mm-hmm. it doesn't need to be centered in your sexiness sure. you know it doesn't need to be it can it can be interpretive like I, I mean yeah I don't think I've I had ever really like seen a black girl do like interpretive dance like that before and I know there I mean obviously there have been and I'm sure like you know but just in my personal lexicon like I had not seen that image you know and since then I've seen it you know but and and since then I've I've like gotten so much more comfortable like just like you know I don't have to be like perfect in my moves and I've started like doing a lot of like just like flowing and feeling on stage and it's funny because I've also like I've honestly noticed even just in like our community of artists, mm-hmm. like I, I feel like me and this and this might be like a little conceited or something, but I, I've noticed that since I've started doing that, I feel like I've seen other people like get permission from that as well. Mm-hmm. Like I've seen other artists being like, oh yeah, like okay, we can just move how we want to fucking yeah. move, and it's never. I mean, you know, and and when we start doing that, like it, it's it's not about like 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 ripping off. It's mm-hmm. like you know if if. I've, like, decided, like, okay, well, because Solange can move how the fuck she wants to move, I can mm-hmm. move how I want to fucking move, it's never going to be the same. Like, yeah. you know, we have two different artists, and, every, you know, everybody has their own special moves that yeah. they're making, but it's just yeah. gorgeous. Though. That's beautiful. Um, and uh, what, do you want to start talking more directly about the new piece of work that you just dropped, and, like, sure, yeah. maybe how what the relationship is between that and a seat at the table. And like, obviously it's not like a (laughs) direct relationship, but I like how the kind of different little seeds that Solange planted in 2016 Nandi and like how that grew into this baby that you just. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so my piece, uh, the EP that I just put out, it's called Water. Um, it's on Spotify and iTunes. <laughs> and um, and Napster? No, <laughs> it's not Napster. I just, <laughs> Kelsey's making fun of me because I just recently downloaded Napster. Um, because there was a, a, an album called, by this incredible group called Sweet Honey and the Rock that um, 
that I can't find it's not on iTunes so I had to go on Napster um it's an amazing album called I Got Shoes um anyway point being is that <laughs> um I'm not on Napster 1997 yet. called yet. and <laughs> um but yeah so I'm on Spotify and iTunes and um so the EP I mean I you know I, I've talked about sort of the major themes of it like that it's 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 about my community it's centered in, in like divine femininity and my exploration of that. Um, yeah, and it's it's something that came like I, I didn't I, there was I, I did not plan for anything like that to sort of come out, mm-hmm. and it just simply did, you know. It just like and I was learning how to produce at the time. Also, oh yeah, so so to say um, something else that inspired me about a seat at the table was that like Solange had co-production credits on every single song. That's you know, awesome. she had songwriting credits, she had co-production credits, and that was another thing that was like, okay, so that's where we're at. Like, okay, got you. Like, we're here, so we're we're co-producing all of our shit now. Okay, cool. Like, you know, so it was like, and also it came at a time when I was getting a little like fed up with having or with not not being able to have my hands in that aspect mm-hmm. of my you know of my art you know because it's such a big aspect so I was like you know I just need to start learning it and thankfully I was around people that could teach me you know yeah. so so this whole EP was like a, a, a learning process of me learning how to produce um I had a lot of lovely help along the way but um almost every song is like Produced by me. I, one of them ha- was produced by my, my partner, but... Um, Hashtag hush pup, what's up? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hashtag hush puppy. My fabulous partner and bestie friend, other than Kelsey over here. <laughs> and um, They're going to adopt me or just, like, make a room for me in their house when they get married. Yeah, yeah. She's going to be one of our babies. <laughs> um, but, yeah. So... So yeah, so this journey of 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 like learning how to produce and learning how to really like just like take hold of my art and make sure that it is and like you know learning how to like stop making compromises you know with Fuck it. Yeah. Um, and so it like so this this piece like really came from from me in a way that um, some of my other work hasn't you know mm-hmm. and and I feel like not that your other work didn't feel like you, but I feel like you could feel your fingers in this. Like, oh, yeah. all the songs just, like, I was yeah, like, my fingers, Nandi's in put here. Put my foot in it. Like, <laughs> put my soul, my heart, and my foot in this, in this production. Like, and, and, you know, and my friends. And, mm. you know, and, like, it's just, I don't know. It, like, I mean, I wrote... I mean, I wrote, I wrote a song, uh, You Take Care, is literally, like, I was just thinking about my aunties i was thinking about my friends i was thinking about you kelsey i was thinking about um our our good friend sultana who uh takes care of me with her words all the time and fellow artist and and musician who is also on one of the tracks um who who features on um um on you take care yeah (laughs) (laughs) on that one you're talking about about it Plot twist. twist. (laughs) (laughs) But but yeah, um, it's just, yeah. So, so, I mean, to me, like, I think the, the truthfulness that Solange showed with her album, like, really inspired me to be as, like, honest as I could be in, in my own process. For sure. 
Um, and then you talked a little bit about how like much this album is about your community, and I, mm-hmm. I feel like a seat at the table is like so much about her community and the community yeah. of like the you know these beautiful, oh my gorgeous God. like black women and black, yes. all every but it's not just black women in the, in the and like queer POC, queer POC and yeah. like you know yeah absolutely absolutely and I mean. You know, it actually just occurred to me because I was just watching uh, Cranes in the Sky that, you know, um, there's also, like, a really beautiful representation of, like, soft masculinity Mm -hmm. um, within it that I hadn't actually even, like, thought about very much before just right now. (laughs) You know, we have, like, Sampha. And in the video for Cranes in the Sky, you know, there's, like, her, like, leaning on the shoulder of, like, a a young man with, like, you know, pressed, like, waves, you know, and, like, and just... Yeah, and so so soft mm-hmm. and so vulnerable, you know. It's it's yeah, that's really gorgeous. I don't know her representation, like it's just so important, you know. Yeah, for sure. <sighs> but yeah, but yeah. So my EP, um, water. <laughs> and then there's a there's a song on water called Water. <laughs> um, I'm a creative type. <laughs> Um, no, I, I love the title, and I think Thank that you. I think the title for naming the EP Water makes so much sense. Yeah, I was like really having actually. Oh my god, it's so funny. I was having like a personal crisis about what to name it because mm-hmm. I had made this. I mean, I had made the EP. Like the mm-hmm. EP was like pretty much done, and I was just like, I I knew what it was about, but I didn't know what to call it. Mm-hmm. And I like kind of went through a bunch of different. Things like I thought about, like I don't know, and they just all started to seem cheesy or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was at a really cute ass pool um, <laughs> on on Murray Street. You know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about the, with the, um, you know, uh, no, where we shot Goddess House. Um, we shot a, you know, the the Winter Palace. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I was yeah, at the yeah, Winter yeah. Palace. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we we recently also me and me and Kelsey shot a, a beautiful. Visual um, piece, uh, which I also feel like is in conversation with absolutely. a seat at the table. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, centering, centering femmes and, and people of color and, and women, and, and just um, and and yes, yeah, it's, it's called Goddess House, and it was and and in the back of that beautiful place that we filmed that piece in, we um, I I like was a little hungover <laughs> in the in the pool. Thinking about my album, freaking out about it, and I just went were you underwater. Hung over when we were filming, what were you hung over when we were filming? No, I you just looked. Maybe. You looked so beautiful and like <laughs> fresh as a daisy. I do not look like that when I'm hungover. <laughs> I don't remember. I remember feeling so full and happy with everybody. So yeah. I think you know, even whatever state I was in coming in, I maybe think hungover just, from the emotional. It was early, and you know I'm not an early person, so. Except she woke up early this morning. Yeah. Shout out to Nandis. I'm rarely up before ten. <laughs> rarely. <laughs> um, what was I saying? Oh, about? the pool. The name. Oh, the pool. Yeah, yeah I, I had a moment like I just went underneath under the water mm-hmm. and was like, "What am I feeling?" And then yeah. I was like, open my eyes. Was like water. <laughs> uh, and it's so simple, but it's so gorgeous, and it's perfect. Um, yeah, yeah, because, I mean, it's something, you know, it, it's just something that I've been, I mean, I I always have felt the sacredness of water. Like, mm-hmm. I've always been connected to it. Um, I, you know, I went to high school in Hawaii, mm-hmm. um, and 
there, I mean, obviously it's surrounded by water and, you know, I mean, I, I think like the balance of the elements is so important. I have like a fire sign and I, you know, and have, mm-hmm. I don't actually even have a lot of water in my chart. Which she is the fieriest I'm of a, little Leo babies I'm over a, here. I, well, I, I don't want to cuss with cancer, so, you know, there's some water there. That's why I cry all the time. She's um, a but water is so important to me. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and I felt like this album, I mean, it, so it was talking about, like, I have that song, Water, where I talk about, like, sort of this metaphor of, like, feeling, like, watered and, and mm-hmm. nourished and, like, and hydrated by the people around me, you mm-hmm. know, by the support that I get from people and by the by my community, you mm-hmm. know? Um, we should, like, play a drinking game where every time I say community. <laughs> <laughs> we'll drink my some community? water. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, yeah. Um, so, the... The idea of how 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 I nourished I feel how how hydrated mm-hmm. I feel by by I mean by by us by our community by you know by the community that is represented in like in in Solange's you know album and and just you know and I don't know man so I I just hope that like my EP is water to somebody else absolutely. You know? And I think it's really special because if you hear Water, um, the song, and so we shot a video for it, and uh, we did feature Nandi's partner. Um, yeah. Shout yeah. out Hush Pup again. Yeah, um, but Hush so Pup. it's, and it really, it, it reads in a way as a love song, but like, but then it's it's not like a, not a traditional one. And so, yeah, yeah, and I think totally. it was, we had a lot of conversations as we were filming that it's like, Nandi was like, I don't, it's, I don't want it to be centering per se this like romantic love. Right. And Cause that, it's not really about like, Oh boyfriend, do you water me? <laughs> like, it's about like, you know, Oh, like friend, do you water me? Friend. Oh partner, and you like, water me? Like, and like energy, yeah. you water me. And, yeah. and so I, th- I think we did a good job with the video of not making it this like super, like it is very sensual. Yeah, um, yeah. But it's we not. Help it. <laughs> Oops, <laughs> sexy power couple problems. <laughs> um, but it's I, I I don't think it it I don't know maybe just because I, I I feel close to the song but it, I feel like it is just kind of about this like mutual watering of each other and like yeah he, totally. he both you and him stand in for this like greater like I don't know what. New Orleans, just all of us watering each other. And, yeah, I know. And, um, also, obviously, this is a very watery city. Yeah. It is. <laughs> Tis a swamp, I believe True. they call it. And you don't a- say. But that's interesting because I never even, like, made that connection before. Oh, but, like, man, yeah. The water here. I have a friend um, who started this beautiful project, Chris Stottinger, um, where – uh, he and his dad, after Katrina, uh, they built from hand a gorgeous wooden oh, boat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they were uh, doing um, – taking oral narratives and oral histories from people around town, all all ages, all mm-hmm. different walks of life about their K- Katrina stories. And then after the 10-year anniversary – oh, and so – and he was taking – he was literally taking the physical paper from these transcriptions and covering the boat with them. And so mm. eventually there will be enough layers of the paper where the boat will be able to be a functional boat. Um, and it's just layers and layers of stories. And I just think that's such a gorgeous, like, poetic concept. But yeah, after Katrina, they kind of switched to kind of just talk about people that live here's relationship with water in general. And mm. I think um, 
I, the organization I co-founded, he did a workshop with the kids that we work with. So it's for currently and formerly incarcerated youth. Um, so he just took formerly incarcerated youth and did a workshop on the water and just had these kids talk about their relationship with water. What does it mean to live in New Orleans and be incarcerated and not have access to water? Like it's just water is such a big part of our existence as living here. And um, so I just think that was such a tangent, but just like that project just made me really think about how uh, different and and everyone, I think water is such a big, big part of our lives as being residents in the city. Absolutely. So I think that's really gorgeous that you made a whole album that, yeah, and I it's it's kind of like I couldn't help it, you know. Like mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. I mean, it it wasn't like like I set out to like make an album about water. It mm-hmm. just like kept coming Perfect. into my consciousness, and yeah. it was also something that actually like a good friend of mine, Carl Harrison Jr., who um, who you know makes beautiful films about um, different spaces that he occupies, and and also like I mean. Uh, has has lived here and has like whose grandma has lived here and whose like you know family has like lived on the same like street for like their whole lives mm-hmm. and like they're you know and for like a really long time and like um and they were talking to me about um about water mm-hmm. and about all the many different forms that it takes and mm-hmm. how inspiring it is because of how many facets mm-hmm. it has you know and like I mean growing up in Hawaii like is you you learn that like water is 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 soft and hard you know mm-hmm. it's it's like necessary and dangerous yeah. it's like you 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 need to have like a respect for it like mm-hmm. you can you don't go into the ocean without a respect for the fact that it can kill you <laughs> like but that it, it is also like necessary for your life you know um and so like in my ep like there are, there are songs about anger you know there are songs about um, that are there are songs that are hard. There are songs that are like, you know, that feel to me like like the hard part of a river, you know. Mm-hmm. And then there are songs that are like, like the ocean or like like a stream, <laughs> like that are like soft and flowing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and to go back to Solange a little bit, um, but keep talking about water. Yeah. Uh, her album is. Can we talk about the politics of it and like, and the politics? Like, does your album feel political or like what? I don't know. How does how does it weave into like activism? Yeah. Well, for me, okay. So one song that I honestly didn't perform for a really long time. I'm actually. I I think you've seen me perform it, but you might not have because Mm -hmm. I haven't performed it. I think I know what very you're talking about. Very often, I have a right to be seen or to be seen. I think you performed it, and like white people were singing along. Oh, well, I mean, that's that, which is, which I'm, I'm like super about, you know, mm. because I, it's, when I wrote that, I was thinking about its dual purposes because mm. actually, like, I was sort of initially when I wrote that, it was like right after I broke up, you know, with, with my ex, and, and I was like thinking, or well, actually, I, for, for the record, he broke up with me. <laughs> but <laughs> let me not lie. <laughs> um, but, you know, and I was thinking, like, so initially when I wrote it, I was sort of thinking about that. But then I was also, like, as I was writing it, I was, like, 
thinking about its larger implications and how, like, how I felt about this one person, but then also how I felt about how I felt I had been was being treated by this one person, but then also like by like the larger like society and culture, you know, Mm -hmm. and like so, you know, I mean, the lyrics are very like simple and like I have a right to be seen that you're denying when you walk away Mm -hmm. you have some nerve to ignore me after everything and that was I purposefully made it so that it could be sort of interpreted in both ways you Mm -hmm. know like I was that you could think about a lover and then or that you could also think about like a wider history of like like you know for for me like you know like like of, of women and of black women and not being heard, mm-hmm. and then like the idea, like of like you, like they ha- really have some fucking nerve yeah. after everything, mm-hmm. after everything. And it's funny because I actually like the first time I performed it, I didn't perform it for a really long time because I don't know. I guess like it was just it was like almost too important to me or something. Or I also just felt like it was like <laughs> like it's funny because it's so not even that militant at all. But it wasn't something that I just wanted to like just perform for anybody. I guess mm-hmm. and. Um, the first time I performed it, somebody came up to me and told me, a, a white woman um, came up to me and told me that they had cried mm-hmm. during it because they were thinking about, you know, their booba thing or whatever. And I was like, yes, like, perfect. <laughs> like, yeah. because I think it's, you know, um, yeah, it's, it's necessary. Oh, but maybe you were thinking of, actually, there's another song that, that I was like kind of feeling some type of way about. I forget. But anyway, point being is that, yeah, it's, I, I'm, I mean, you know, I, I want my art to be consumed by everybody. Um, and I think it's a really beautiful thing that people can take different meanings from things. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I was just thinking about that with the lyrics for Solange because I was just, um, last night I was like sort of like listening to it again and like mm-hmm. looking through all the lyrics. Um, some of them I hadn't, I never looked at the lyrics before. Mm-hmm. And for Rise, the first song, I had always thought that she was saying, um, um, falling away mm-hmm. so you can crumble, which I kind of was like, think I was imagining sort of like, like, I guess like kind of ego death or like just falling away, like falling away from like all the bullshit or like falling, like letting like the outer parts of your skin like fall away yeah. so you can crumble, Oof. so you can rise. Oof. Right? But then I looked up the lyrics and it's fall in your ways, Mm. which means something totally different to me. But I still kind of like... I like falling away. I know, I know, right? But but I feel like, you know, for me, like... I mean, people have come up to me and totally thought I was saying something totally different from what I'm saying, and which I love. Because I feel like people are going to naturally kind of like just hear what speaks to them most, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, like, I, you know, if, that, if that's what I said to you, that's what I said to you. Like, <laughs> you know, so. So I guess my last question would be kind of, I, we touched on this a little bit, um, mm-hmm. but talking about movement and um, I guess you, you, you talked a little bit about incorporating movement into your show, but I think that we didn't even talk about the most impressive way you incorporate movement into your show, which is oh, yeah. Nicole, which yeah, I think yeah, yeah. Um, I'd love to hear you talk more about that, but this is truly sure. the... Uh, okay, you go. <laughs> um, so recently I've been able to really... to. Uh, I'm so grateful to be able to have been able to do this because it's just, it feels really powerful to me, but I've been um, incorporating um, my love of pole dancing into... Uh, my love of performance, like, musically. So I've been, like, um, 
yeah, like I've been bringing poles onto stage and doing like having like uh, interludes where I like do some pole work and stuff. And then I've also been like singing on the pole and like singing upside down on the pole. It's fucking <laughs> wild. People lose their shit. <laughs> but <laughs> but um, but for me, like. And also, I always just get scared that she's going to... Because she brings the microphone that has a yeah. fucking cable attached yeah. to it to the top of the pole. And I'm always... And you carry it around your... I'm so scared you're yeah, going to, yeah, like, yeah, choke yeah. yourself one day. <laughs> but she has yet to get injured, so... Yet. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, so for me, like, it's really important to me um, to... I think the context in which pole is seen... Honestly, I mean, I, I think it's important, you know, because I think, like... Shipper culture needs to be respected more, mm-hmm. and it needs to be um, looked at as as the art that it is, you mm-hmm. know. But also, it's like it's such a beautiful thing to see um, that that work, and also like just women's sexuality in general, like put in different contexts, mm-hmm. you know, put in artistic contexts, mm-hmm. like put in 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 like contexts that are maybe unfamiliar to some people, mm-hmm. but that can maybe like show people different ways of looking at at that work because yeah. you know I think people like look at it as just like a like a like a like a sex work adjacent thing yeah. um and it, and it is and it should be seen that way um in a lot of ways too but it, it's like you know I I just love the idea of like sort of showing people a different side of of that of, of sex work really and mm-hmm. um even though I mean like you know I think pole is like slowly being recognized as like you know, as a sport, mm-hmm. but I kind of like get annoyed with like some like s- sort of some of the ideas around like the sport. Like people are like, people just think it's about strippers, and it's not. It's about it's athletics, and it is. It totally mm-hmm. is, and it's not just about strippers at all. Yeah. But it's also like kind of annoying to me that people are like, like taking that f- art form that has been abs- developed by strippers. Mm-hmm. You know, and then like being it's just like, not but it's fucking mutually exclusive. Like it can right. be, an, it can be a sport, but it can still not be disconnected from where right. it was exactly. born out of. Exactly, exactly. And it like kind of like yeah, it feels a little swerfy to me when people are like, like it's it's more than just strippers. Like, mm, like wait a second. But point being is that so I um I really enjoy doing it. With, like in in a very artistic mm-hmm. and ve- or like you know <laughs> very it's very artistic but it um, is don't like it don't, don't <laughs> knock yourself because it's no, it you. is absolutely yeah. and like i think we because she just performed at this gorgeous show called couches yes, and i think oh, it was so like good. the height of like this intersection between like high art and this like beautiful dance that the yeah and i chose to put the uh the pole interlude in like kind of one of my 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 angry song the one we were just talking about um i have a right to be seen Mm -hmm. um which like brought it into a whole different like context that actually like so i had a friend like uh hit me up on instagram like the the next day or whatever and was like just told me how important she felt it was that 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 like had been shown in that way, like the the anger and the and the sensuality of mm-hmm. it, you know, and that those two things can go together. Mm-hmm. Um, but also with it and like the space itself was like yeah. very soft and like really yeah. just like beautifully curated. So, the, but it, not all of these things were existing at the same time, and so it's just like it was. You can still be angry if you're in a soft ass like. 
you know, like artsy space and like you can still like the se- yeah. sexuality, like it's just these things can all exist in this yeah. space at the same time. And to bring it back to mad, you can be angry and soft and, and both like it's not mutually exclusive. And, it's and like, sensual and, and mad. Yes, yes. And sexual and, and mad. And, yes. Or like sexual and sad. Like it's all. Right. Um, so. But yeah, yeah. So that's uh, yeah. It's 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 been a, like a really beautiful wild ride. Like and like, though, um, I remember a while ago. Actually, I guess it was at my first EP. Which, if anybody's interested, if you haven't heard my first EP, it's on SoundCloud. Um, but at my first EP release, I like did some poll work, and like people were like throwing dollars and stuff, mm-hmm. which is like kind of like. I so at my second one I I like made sure it was clear that that's not really what this is about. Yeah. Like first of all I'm I'm you know I'm I get I'm getting paid. <laughs> um and second of all I don't need your stinky three dollars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and third of all you should take that and actually take it to like a strip club and yeah. then I will take it. Yeah. <laughs> but um yeah no. <laughs> like, um so but yeah. So, yeah but, so like that's interesting though when you're talking about like the the sex work element like how do you like it's there's so much nuance and like it doesn't disappear but then like honor the space that you're creating here and well, like that's the thing you know and it's just like it like it, it deserves to be acknowledged in a way that i feel like our culture is not yet willing to acknowledge mm-hmm. um you know because because sex work is multifaceted mm-hmm. stripping is multifaceted mm-hmm. Um, the women that, that do it are, are, you know, complete as human beings who create art, (laughs) who, who, you know, like are not, you know, just like, I mean, the, the cultural ideas that we have of these things are just like not enough (laughs) at all. Like it's, you know, and it's, and it's, it's damaging. So, you know, I, I think, yeah, I, I, I think like bringing it out more into, my art and bringing, I mean, you know, I think like I'm really grateful for like the people that have come before in that um, in that sense. You know, our patrons say Cardi B, uh, <laughs> 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 but also you know Lady Gaga used to be a stripper. People forget. I did not know yes, that. she was. Girl. Yes, uh, she was. That's, that's how she started. Uh, yes, and she. Yeah. Oh my god. Actually. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> We both just like took a deep breath at the same time. <laughs> I was just thinking because because you know that song "Do What You Want with My Body." Yes, I'm yeah, just was that fucking, you think you go, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, because we not and definitely don't want to get. We're we're almost That's a whole time. other podcast. Um, yeah, but I did. I actually like appreciated that song because I felt like it was speaking to that time in her life. Yeah. You know, when she was working, and I was. It was honestly like a bit of like a an anthem for me for a little bit, you know, to be like, like, yeah, like, you can, you you can't, um, have my heart because you don't owe my life or, like, you know, she, she essentially says, like, you don't, like, you, you don't, you have no power over my voice. Yeah. But, um, you know, because I, I, I can allow you to do what you want with, with my body, like, whatever, you mm-hmm. know. 
Um, which I enjoyed that hmm. that message. Um, it's just a bummer that now I can't listen to that song anymore. <laughs> she should uh, release an alternate version. Um, for I think she actually I think we all know. she did, and I think did she? Christina Aguilera sang R. Kelly's parts. Oh, yeah, really? Like, did, was that recent? <laughs> I think it. I don't know if it was recent, recent, but like. I think, oh, cool! I was. A, I don't know. Wait, you don't like Lady Gaga? I don't, Oh, okay. Do, Do you? To- <laughs> I, I mean, I, I don't hate I her. I like parts of her. Um, I just, I, I will say, yeah, um, that she is like one of the most shameless women in in a in a way like she just like uh, <laughs> is that I, a bad thing? No, 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 no. I'm just like in a way that like I I, res- I, I, yeah. I, I think in a in a way it's it become I don't know. I'm not. I. I could. I can't. I'm jealous of it in a way because yeah. she owns herself to a degree that, like, maybe steps on a lot of people's toes and, like, she's problematic. But like, in a lot of ways. But yeah, yeah. I do think the fact that she truly, truly does not give any fucks is is a a hard quality to master when you are a woman, especially a woman on such a platform as she finds herself but Amen. anyways to yeah, so digress let's, let's bring it back i'm sorry <laughs> um how do we get oh strippers okay yeah uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> where are we <laughs> um yeah anyway, so i but, guess like do you have anything um else that like i don't know is important to you to say either about water or solange or that piece her piece of work or like i don't know any Final thoughts? Um, well, pretty much that Solange's a seat at the table um, really changed my life <laughs> in a lot, in a lot of, like, deep ways. I mean, it really, it, it gave me permission mm-hmm. to, and, I, you know, it's funny because, like, when, when that first came out, I, I thought of that, that phrase immediately, mm-hmm. and I was kind of like, ah, but like, it's it, it something I'm almost a little uncomfortable saying because it's like, we, we shouldn't need permission. Yeah. But, but it's necessary because, you know, because to a degree we, we do, and it's, I mean, we don't, we don't need it, but mm-hmm. it's really nice to have somebody be like, like, you know, you can do this, cause yeah. I, cause mm-hmm. I, you know, cause this is where we're at now, you yeah. know? And like, and Solange, I feel like just like, she really um, forwarded the dialogue, honestly, yeah. you know, and, and her, I mean, oh, and also, I, I mean, yeah, like, I just, I, I, I can't stress enough, like, how much of a cultural movement, a moment, mm-hmm. I felt like it was, you know, when don't, I mean, don't touch my hair was, like, yeah. a moment mm. for everyone, you know, and, yeah, I just, I'm, I'm so grateful, like, um, yeah. um, so, yeah, so it's, it's such a beautiful thing to have, like, these incredible women coming out and like doing these things and I, I just hope to you know keep walking in their footsteps um, Amen and everybody listening to this should listen to my EP it's called Water it's on iTunes and SoundCloud and, <laughs> and also my name is Nandi yeah okay. go follow her on Instagram oh yeah it's at N-O-N-D-I it's the name my mommy gave me um, also my artist name also crazily enough my Instagram handle there's no like underscores or numbers, mm-hmm. which is like fucking wild. Crazily enough, Nandi at first wanted to be Princess Nandi oh when there God. was still the option to just be. Well, I didn't. Nandi, know, I didn't know that it was an option though because I, <laughs> it was it was a beautiful thing because I, I had wa- like when I was like thirteen or something. I or I guess I don't know how old I was, but I was 
I guess it was later than that. But I, I went on in the early days of Instagram and created Nandi. 13, oh my god. And then I went later, and maybe it wasn't, it wasn't 13, it was, it was way later than that. It was, like, it was like 16 or something. But, um, and, uh, and I created Nandi and then came back years later and forgotten I had created Nandi mm-hmm. and then was like, damn, who's this bitch that has Nandi? And then I was like, oh shit, it's me. Like, fuck I'm that bitch. <laughs> I'm that bitch. That's awesome. <laughs> it was tight. So yeah, so but, please follow me and check it out. And you can follow Madam Kelso at Madam Kelso. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, and her. I, and I, I think when you were saying too, like these, I I really do hold you in the same like group of the, like Kelsey Lou's and the, so these people that do like you are. It's I don't know. I have it, it's hard when I'm I don't give compliments. I'm not like the nicest <laughs> lady in the world. Like I I, I, I oh, you are, well I don't like <laughs> I don't know. I just it's it's just crazy to me that like my friends are making the the music that I'm like the most impressed by, and like mm-hmm. it's not just because I love them and care about them, but like I'm truly just like your this album is just spectacular, and um, it's it's a gift that Dondi gave to a, a, everyone that gets to listen to it. So um, you water me, boo. I appreciate you. All right. On that note, thank you so much for coming and um, being my first guest. And um, yeah. Pew, 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 pew. Madam Kelso out. (laughs) (laughs) Have a good day, everyone.